Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! And this is Paul Cooney back for the new season. Three days to go and we've got the top two with us. The former Rangers and Scotland legend Barry Ferguson and the Wales and Celtic and many others as well. International star John Hartson. Barry, good to see the big man back with us. You and I have been in quite a bit over the summer. He's back, looking good. Yeah, yeah. he looks refreshed, ready to go. Um, so good to see him and looking forward to the start of the new season, Paul. John, three days to go. It's been quite a long summer, you know, with no major tournament on. How are you feeling about your old team, the defending champions? How are they shaping up for the new season? Well, there's been, there's been quite a lot going on, hasn't there? You know, Celtic have reappointed uh, Brendan Rodgers, which is... Uh, Gone down pretty well. Obviously, there there will be some that 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 will uh, be disgruntled about him coming back. What do you feel, John? Um, well, I think he was the best man for the job. I think he's somebody that has been there before. He's he's won a a back to back treble. Um, you know, he he knows the blueprint. He knows the expectation of the fans. Um, but naturally, there there would be people disappointed. I was. I, I don't think there was a Celtic fan that wasn't when when Brendan. Uh, sort of left the club in 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 the man in which he did, but I think he's tried to explain several times now why he made that decision. He's back at the football club. He's a top class manager, and the fact that he was available and and the fact that Celtic went for him, you know, he's uh, it must be a bonus for Celtic. Celtic fans, what do you feel? You've got John Hartson back with us tonight, along with Barry Ferguson. You know the number: oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. More from John in a moment or two. Barry Celtic winning 3-2 last night, the final pre-season game. What about Rangers? You were saying on Monday there's more players to come in. Probably Sifuentes today, but there are more coming? Yeah, I, I would think there'll be another one or two after uh, Sifuentes comes in. That's it. That'll take it up to nine signings, Paul. They've been really busy, uh, no doubt about it. I think there was major surgery needed. Um, Michael Beals obviously worked hard in getting or identifying his targets. He's got them through the door. They've spent quite a bit of money um, so it just it's going to take a bit of time to gel but as we all know you don't get too much time nope. um, up, up in Scotland so I'm looking forward to the game um, in Saturday against Kilmarnock it's a tough place to go um, I watched Derek McInnes uh, doing an interview yesterday and his Kilmarnock team seemed ready he's going to get in about Rangers and try and ruffle them up so it'll be interesting to see how the new Rangers signings handle that Fashion Sakala looks as though he could be on his way yeah, they, they got him in a free transfer and I, th- I think um, there's an offer in the region of £3 million pound round about that, Paul. So th- that's a, a, a decent piece of business. Listen, Fashion Sakala, um, it's done pretty well for Rangers. I, I think he, he's more of an impact player coming off the bench, certainly with his pace. He scored a few goals. Um, so it looks to me of Fashion Sakala's um, on the way out. Yeah, off to Al Fayha, probably. And John, when we last saw you in what beginning of June, Jota was the toast of the Celtic fans. He's gone. Twenty-five million off to the Middle East. It's been a summer of some really big names going to yeah. the Saudi clubs. What do you feel about Jota and 
are Celtic going to replace him or is there someone in the ranks? Well, it's, first of all, it, it's very, very difficult to replace um, someone like Jota who made such a, a huge impact you know, on the club. Remember the first season we got him, we got him on loan from Benfica and then we went and paid the eight or nine million pounds, what it was. But you could say, well, you know, it was the boy's decision. He, he's gone uh, simply because you know the, the the financial side is something that everybody would look at. Um, you know, but it's a shame that that he's left Celtic because, as I said, he was he was a fan's favourite. He, he made a huge impact on the team. His goals, his assists, the team was actually successful with him in it. He played a huge role under Ange in terms of playing on that left side, cutting inside making goals, scoring goals. He was a wonderful player and he will be a big loss. You may never replace a player like Jota. You know, it's like talking about other other top players that have left, but um, they'll certainly try and do their best. You know, I think Celtic have got five or six players in um, and we've not seen an awful lot of them, Paul, because it's difficult to judge players in pre-season. You know, it, it's when the, the nitty-gritty comes down to it and they start the league when there's points at stake. That's the time to judge players. 90 seconds had gone last night, Barry, and Celtic with a goal down to Bilbao, but they won 3-2 at the end. Good turnout for James Forrest, 42,000 last yeah, night. Yeah, he deserves it. Listen, I'm sure John will agree, James Forrest has been a brilliant servant. Yeah. Uh, for Celtic I think what was it 467 yep, yep games um, he's getting older he's getting on in his career but he, he's been a fine Celtic player and that was a a brilliant turnout from last night listen uh, please, John's bang on pre-season games are all about just getting minutes on your legs and making sure you do every session in terms of the performance I don't really look too much into it I'll start to judge in terms of Rangers when we get to round about the the end of August when there's a big game at the start of September. Is That's there? when I'll yeah. start to, to judge because um, we all know it's it's hard to judge during pre-season, as I said, because there's a lot of hard work goes in. Are you going to give us your predictions during the next two hours? I know you are. Who's going to win the title? Who's going to be runners-up and all the way well, down to... that's a silly question, isn't yeah. it? Who's asking us to who's going to win the title? Yeah. <laughs> but Barry's not going to say Celtic and I'm certainly not going to say well, Rangers. I've asked a few it? silly questions in my career, John. I'm still no, here. No, that's, that's, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah, <laughs> you reckon? So you're telling us immediately what it's going to be. That's coming up in the next couple of hours here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. You know the voices, John Hart's in there and Barry Ferguson. Is there a better two in Scottish football? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. And we should be on our way to Germany as well in the next few months, Barry. Can't wait for that. How's the German lessons over the summer? They're going not too bad, but I have no doubt my mind Scotland will will qualify. Um, As I said, Paul, over the last couple of years um, since Stevie, Stevie Clark's took over, um, I really, really enjoy watching Scotland and I think we've got some top-class players um, and I just think they're going to grow as a squad. They're at a brilliant age, if you look at the age of the squad and also there's a, some um, some young talent as well um, forcing their way into the, the, the team. So everything's looking bright for Scotland at this moment in time. Look, they've still got to get there mathematically but I've got every confidence they will get there. Shall we go first of all to last night then there's uh, Brendan Rodgers speaking after the game yeah a few months ago it was all about Michael Beale at Rangers this time last year it was GVB what about this season Rangers fans do you have to win the title does Michael Beale have to win the title or is it a trophy which would cement 
I guess it'll depend how the team play. I'm going to ask Barry, obviously, during the next couple of hours. And for Celtic fans, with Brendan Rodgers back, the Green Brigade, by and large, weren't there last night. That was that was the one area of the ground that was quite quiet, but the Celtic fans gave a great reception to the returning Brendan Rodgers. He spoke about it afterwards. Yeah, well, well, clearly, it, it obviously means a lot. Um, like I said, my, my priority is to, to make a team here, to continue with the standards that have been set over the last you know, decade or so. So, um, so it's important that we're all together in order to achieve that. So um, you know, the Celtic supporters are amazing. They'll support their team. And, and I think what makes this club is they, they get behind the manager and we all go together from the weekend and, uh, and look, to, uh, look to push on. And, and uh, like I said, it's very important for us to be together. He said the other day he wasn't apprehensive about coming back, but he had to think about it. He thought he was going to take a year out, but he's back. Yeah, it feels like home. I have to be honest. I've, I've been fortunate enough in my career to have uh, to, to manage some fantastic clubs and some big clubs. But there's nothing giving me the feel of, of being back here. We with people that I would regard as family, and uh, and then just being in the arena here. So um, so yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to like I said, I'm going to relish every. Second of it, I think going away made me probably realise what I what I had, and um, I was never sure if I would have that again. So, to be able to have the chance to have it again, I'm really going to enjoy it on the pitch, with the with the players, with the staff, and obviously with the supporters. And but for that, I need to uh, I need to win and I need to prove myself again. So here on Go Radio, we're with two football greats, Barry Ferguson of Rangers, John Harson of Celtic. John, when you hear. The manager there speak about you know enjoying this time, every second of it. Did you enjoy every moment at Celtic? You had great success. Did you manage to take it in? Yeah, it was 20 years, 22 years ago today. I signed for Celtic, August wow. the 2nd, 2001. Yeah, so the years have just completely flown by, Paul. Um, but like Barry, we, we've both got um, fabulous memories, you know, in Europe as well, where where the fans really, really want to be ultimately. Yes, it's fantastic to win titles and count them down and everything else and cups. But it's it's you know, it's testing yourself against the elite. Uh, they they're the big nights when the when the real big guns come come to Celtic Park or, or Ibrox with Rangers did ever so well a couple of years ago in reaching the final of, of the Europa League, beating some really big teams at home. They are the ones the players ultimately um and remember the atmosphere around the ground where you know the, the stadium is absolutely bouncing. Um, yeah, just just wonderful, wonderful memories. Obviously, working with the great Martin O'Neill, and of course Gordon Strachan. When Gordon's first season and my last season, it turned out to be we won the title. Myself and Magic Zaravsky, um, Nakamura, you know, different players, and that's why I think Brendan now coming back. Brendan will have a lot of food for thought. Mm-hmm. Because when he was at the club, he had the likes of Dembele, he had Scott Brown, he had, he had a different team, a different makeup of a team. And he was quite successful. But now, doesn't really know the players too well. He'll know McGregor, you know, he, he, he won't know, know Kyogo, uh, he won't know Maeda, he won't know Abada. You know, he's tried to get to know them as, as best as he can in pre-season. What system is he going to play? Brendan is a very clever football man. Um, he knows systems out, he knows the game, his philosophy, everything else. So he will have food for thought, you know, because Ange was a 4-3-3, reluctant, yeah. never ever changed from that 4-3-3. Those, those almost full-backs who made six across the middle of the park, a bar wide, Jota wide, one striker down the middle. 
Brendan's Brendan's philosophy or his view might just be, I want to just tinker with it slightly, and that's his prerogative. Sure. So how that affects the team. So Brendan will have a lot of food for thought, but you are getting an elite manager who's done very well. You know, won an FA Cup at Leicester, finished sure. second, mm-hmm. took Swansea in the Premier League first yeah. time in thirty years. Liverpool so he, he was one slip away from, from a title. Absolutely, you know, so when he finished to, second yeah. at Liverpool. You know, so but, you are getting yeah. a very, very good manager with a lot of experience under his belt now, but he will. It won't be a simple transition, in my opinion. I think he'd have a little bit of food for thought in terms of the formation and one or two other things. So the title's not guaranteed. Maybe it wasn't such a daft no, question. No, no, nothing's only, guaranteed. We'll, we'll com- exactly. You know? Barry, when you hear him saying there about coming back to Celtic, and it was almost, you know, he'd regret some of it. Now, I think that's what he was saying. Um, can you identify with that, having gone from Rangers, going down to a big club down south, but yep. nothing compares with Glasgow? No, it doesn't. And um, I think if you ask anybody um, who's played up here and has played down in the, the Premier League, listen, the atmospheres and whatever are, are great down there, but it, it doesn't touch it up here so I can understand where he's coming from um, well, me and my playing career sometimes I took it for granted when when I was playing uh, I, you just don't know how lucky you are to play with such a, a big club and, and win so many things so I do identify where he's coming it takes you to leave to realise what you have left behind with the pressures I mean I enjoyed the pressures up here I'm sure John did as well it's a different type of pressure up here you're, you're demanded and you're expected to to win at both Rangers and, and Celtic and I'm sure that's something that Brendan Rodgers probably missed Should we go on the line so 08, 08 17 17 700 Paul a Rangers fan is on Good evening Paul uh, Evening Paul Evening Barry Evening John Evening uh, Paul show back. Thank you uh, to, to, well, uh, Looking forward to definitely see the start on Saturday can't wait um, really excited you know, Rangers are big support new players coming in Unknowns as well, yeah. um, but I've been to all the pre-season games and um, I've enjoyed seeing the new players and everything else. Um, but just a few comments I had to, to make, maybe share with Barry, see what his thoughts are. Um, just uh, about Dessers. Dessers came out a couple of weeks ago and he said, it was just after a Hamburg game, he said, I would like to play uh, maybe form a partnership with Danilo. Danilo. Um, but I still think, I know Bill came out and said maybe last year, once I get new players in, I'm going to take the handbrake off and I'm going to, I'm going to experiment with two up front. Well, unless I'm, I can't watch football properly, I still don't see a partnership in any games that we've played. He keeps taking the Hamburg game, for instance. Took, now, I know Daniel was just in the door, but he's played pre-season the final. He takes Dessers off and puts Daniel up front. And these are the games where, like we talked about there, I heard, I heard the guys talk about it, that you experiment and you try having a partnership because... Yeah, Barry, what do you think on that? What would you say? Yeah, we, we obviously bring in both Dessers and Danilo in. I, I thought there may be a, a chance that he would have went two up. Now, the, the problem is they came through, they came to Rangers halfway through pre-season. You don't know what level of fitness are at at the same level as the Rangers players because everybody does pre-seasons yeah. di- uh, differently. So it was, in my thinking, that maybe we bring in the two players in that he may go two up but I'm with Paul I obviously watched every pre-season game um, and obviously I've not seen two up now will that change in the coming weeks you never know behind the scenes they might be working on it so we just need to wait and see but he's definitely brought in major firepower in the the front areas Um, there's there's no doubt about that Kemar Roof as well looks to me he's done the full pre-season they just got to be careful with him. So there's there's choices 
Um, and I'm unsure whether when you start domestically that's the time to experiment probably during pre-season is when you want to experiment but ideally you would have liked these guys in the first day of pre-season but that's not happened but maybe down the line you might see two players up front you don't know or they might go to a back three to allow the two players up top so it'll be interesting to see going forward in the, the coming weeks if it is going to change tactically the way he sets his team up Where do you think they need to strengthen Barry given that there could be a couple more? I would like to see another defender come in. Um, no, no doubt about it. Centrally, uh, to to beef that up. I know they brought Balligan in. You've got John Suter. You've got Ben Davis, and you've got Connor Golson. Connor Golson's just I seen he was training the other day when they were doing the open day training at Ibrooks. Uh, so I, I would think there would be another central defender and another fullback who can cover both left and right fullbacks. John, you would agree. You've yeah. obviously got Shafentes coming of in. Of course. Obviously yeah, in the next exactly. 24 hours. Yeah. He's one player that I'm really looking forward to, uh -huh. to seeing. Yep, I've I've watched him over the last three or four days when you know it's going to be happening. Mm. Um, every clip I've probably watched yeah. on on YouTube and I've I've listened to people speak about him. So he is one player that I'm excited to come in and, and, and watch. And where does he play? He's a box-to-box -box midfielder, Paul. He's got yeah. a goal in him. Real good energy, really athletic. He can handle the ball. Um, so that that's obviously in the MLS. It's totally different. And John will tell you when you come into the Scottish Premier League, it's when you play away from home, it's sometimes roll your sleeve up. It's a it's a real battle. But he is one guy that I think it can handle it. John, is it a madhouse compared to well, I mean you came from from England, you've been at Arsenal, you've been at West Ham, yeah. but it's different in Scotland. It is different because the, the pressure's on, Paul. Yeah. You know, you you draw yeah. a couple of games, you know, in the Premier League and it's okay. You draw a couple of games at Hibs or Hearts or it's fine. But you draw a game, you draw against um, a, a middle, middle of the table team up here, it's a crisis. You know, everybody's on the radio, everybody's marking you out to 10, everybody's in you know, the, the fan zones and all these social media zones and everything else that's out there now. It's... You know, there's no respite. You've got to win every game, and 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 when when one team can steal a march, it's a case of you've got to keep up. You know, you look at in in previous seasons. You know, maybe you know Celtic when when they lost the league, they lost too many games. Rangers went unbeaten last season. The Rangers had a poor spell at the wrong time. Celtic capitalised. There is no there is no respite. You just got to keep going and. And the strikers are under pressure because if you go three, four, five games without a goal, then it's just not good enough, you know. And um, and and that's the difference, you know. The the heat is on straight away. And in terms of the league now, both both teams have made several signings. You know, it, it's a case of you know hitting the ground running. There is no time really, ideally, to bed in, if you like. And this is why I think. Uh, I think although Rangers have made some uh, some changes and although Celtic have made some uh, brought some players in, I think the first few games, I think they will go with, um, in in terms of the Celtic will go with a team that they feel even really close to the team that started last season. And you're going to give us your Celtic team for yeah. this weekend next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show. We're back Friday as well, tomorrow and tonight from five until seven. We're here until what, Barry? Next May. 
two hours a night. And of course, it was so strange last year with the World Cup coming in November. This year, we will be all the way through without uh, a break, more or less. We're looking forward to 0808 17 17 700, the Go Radio Football Show. And you can join the conversation on the socials at Go Football Show or give us a call. 0808 17 17 700 so good call there from Paul earlier no doubt we'll speak to him soon a Rangers fan he'd been to all the pre-seasons uh, but you can't take too much from it but they have noticed some things and the Rangers defence you would expect someone else to be coming in because you know Ben Davies might go we yeah, still don't also know you've got to bear in mind that Conor Golson's been missing yeah. Paul he is um, he's a rock at the back listen what he brings and he brings a physical presence and he's a good communicator and that's what you need from a, a, a centre-back. So he, he's been missing. Um, so I'm sure Michael Beale will be desperate to get him back. But if a, a player like Ben Davis is to leave, I think it's an area where he will look to go and try and bring somebody in to re- replace him. Um, and another thing on centre-backs, John Shooter's now completed the full pre-season. Absolute delighted for him because yeah. he came back towards the end of the season. And for me, if you keep John Shooter fit... I think you've got a quality centre back there. Great point. John for Celtic. What's your Celtic lineup then for the opener on Saturday where when the title and the flag goes up, it's going to be James Forrest who will be raising the flag for Celtic. Yeah, brilliant. What's your team? Well, my team will really it doesn't really change from, from last season. If everybody's fit and everybody's come through, there'll be five or six of the new signings ready to come on. Absolutely fresh wanted to make their debuts but my, my team will be heart in goal I think it'll be Awata at right back because obviously Ralston and, and Johnson are still missing the two centre-backs I think will be uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers and possibly um, Navrocki Starfelt yeah. Yeah. Okay. if yeah, fit sure. he came and on I, I, second I, half last night yeah, yeah I think Taylor at left back I think the, the, the middle three will be McGregor O'Reilly and um Hitate. Uh, Hitate. Hitate, sorry, yep. and I think the front three then will be Abada, Kyogo and Maeda mm-hmm. and I, I still think the, the signings that have come in yeah one or two of them have, have showed you know uh, good glimpses you know um, in terms of pre-season yep. glimpses of what they can do um, but I think Selig will go with the tried and trusted remember they finished on a you know alright they lost a couple of games towards the end but the job was the done the title was done sure. yeah, yeah. yeah so they finished as, as treble winners I think they'll they they they'll, they'll obviously be taking you know momentum into the new season, not finishing as winners. Um, but don't get me wrong, I think there'll be a strong bench. There'll yeah. be options on the bench, and um, that you might well see changes. Whether or not he makes changes, like Ange used to make changes, That's you right, know, like Ange used to bring trouble. four on, yeah, sure. four on after seventy minutes, and you think, well, why if they're fresh and there's a couple of players on the pitch that are tiring. Why not change it and obviously, you know, um, go on and score three, four, five in the game? Brendan, all managers are different. Sure. All managers mm. think differently. But I do think um, we will open up with, if it's not that team, I think I, I'm only one or two out. Yeah, Tony Rawson might start. He could do. He comes on in the second half last night. Iwata, but he was out of position last night, Barry. I know you saw it on telly. Yeah, you, you feel, listen, he's a central midfielder and he's, he's been asked to play a foreign position at, at right back. Um and listen, he, he goes into that, that area and, and tries his best, but you can tell that's not his natural uh, position. And obviously, um, they made the changes in the in the second half. Uh, so, yeah, you feel for somebody when they, they, they play out of position because 
at times they, they, they do struggle and that's what I've what I done last night because as I said predominantly he's a, a central midfielder when I mean, he's played in the central area for Celtic he's done pretty well If you're David Turnbull do you think to Brendan Rodgers I've done enough to get back in well, the team regularly? Well he came up in conversation quite a few times last year and and for me I, I think David Turnbull's a player with huge ability I do, I really like him and I think he's at an age now where, look, you're never guaranteed to play but he's at an age where I think he needs to play more often than not and I think he's got the ability and he came on last night again and popped up with a, a good goal and um, listen, he's he's always in the half turn he's got um, an eye for a pass and also he's got an eye for a goal so it'll be interesting to see whether he's going to be part of Brendan Rodgers' long-term plans. John, what do you feel? Well, I think as well, last season, let's not forget that um, Aaron Moy came into the side and Brendan went and got him. And um, obviously, you got him with the view to playing him at his age as well. I know he's decided to retire, which was a shock for me because I still think he had a lot more football in him. But I I don't know the boy personally, but I thought he did very well at Celtic. I thought he was an excellent player, brought an experience really good for the team in terms of what they went on to achieve. So then, you know, Turnbull missed out quite a lot because of the fact that Aaron Moy uh, played in, in that sort of middle central three. Um, so you expect to see more of him this year? I do, but yeah. again, it all depends what, what, what you know, what, how, how Brendan goes on about it. You know, they brought in the likes of Thiago. Um, yep. You know, there's other players that, that mm. they've signed as well, Celtic. So... But all Turnbull can keep doing, he can, if he's, he's got to keep himself fit, he's, he's a goal-scoring midfielder. The boy loves getting in position where he scores. He's not happy just to pick up the ball, you know, uh, sort of a deep-lying midfield player, pass it right, pass it left. He wants to bomb on, he wants to gamble, he wants to be the one who gets the knockdowns from the centre-halves. He picks up the second balls. Like last night. Like last night, yeah. He's played again and he's got himself a goal. He, he, he's, he's your typical, you know, he, he'll bring you 10, 11 goals every season from midfield and them, them type of players are goal dust. Here's Sean on the line. Sean, good evening. All right, guys, how you all doing? Yeah, Bye, Sean. good. Yeah, Barry's in good form, so is John. What are you thinking tonight? Well, tonight, I think the next 24 hours to 48 hours, three players will be leaving Rangers. One's already in Glasgow. Looks like he's got to get a medical t- probably in the morning morning. Fashion Sakal looks like he's got to go to the Middle East. Um, um, Wright looks like he's got to go to Turkey again. It looks like that's back on. And um, who was the other one? Kamal looks like he's got to go to Leeds. Well, there you are. There's the headlines from Sean tonight. But you might not be too far away from it, Barry. You've got a wry smile there. That's kind of what we've been saying, isn't it? Sofwenty's in town. Yeah, it looks as if he's going to put pen to paper in the next 24 hours. But in terms of bringing all these players in, Rangers were, were open about it. There were players that would need to go out the door as well to bring a bit of money back in. Um, so the, the players that Sean's just mentioned there, Glenn Kamara obviously training alone. It looks to me his mind's obviously he's been allowed to go and speak to other clubs. So I think it's just a, a matter of time before Glenn Kamara leaves Rangers. One thing I will say, he's been a brilliant signing for the price that Rangers brought him in for. Um, but they'll get a, a right few pounds for him. And Scott Wright is a player that I thought impressed at times when he came off the bench last year, no doubt about it, but he's similar to what we're talking about, David Turnbull. He's at an age now where he needs to go and have a better chance of playing week in, week out. Sean, are you looking forward to the... I know you're looking forward to the season. Do you feel... Um, only thing is, yep. it's just that plastic pitch. I'm a wee bit disappointed, but can he pick? 
everywhere where you play. So I'll, be, I'll watch that and then I'll be at the first game of the season. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Saturday. It'll probably not be the greatest game because it's a plastic pitch, unfortunately. But I, think, I expect Rangers to probably win one or two now because I don't think usually the first games it's just get just getting the win. I know the friendlies only been up to the best, but Hab says on the show lots of times I wouldn't have friendlies. I just I know Barry will say and John will say you need friendlies to get fit, but friendlies to me is it's not worth watching. It's just boring. I mean, you can't just train, Sean. Surely, I mean, no. But I think, I, 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 I think, I think yeah. Sean makes a good point. You've got you've got to have friendlies, and and friendlies are generally played at you know seventy five, eighty percent. People are not wanting to get injured. And do, do, do you know what, Paul, which is yeah. really interesting? I've played in teams where we've lost in pre-season. Mm-hmm. And the manager, you know, you go in normally during the league, if you lost, the manager's, you know, he's going to town, he's lacing everybody. We've got to do better, we've got to do this. Because there's something on it. It's massive when it's like sparring and it's like having a title fight in boxing. You know, you're, you're, you're 75, 80%. You're not going out for leather, right? And then when the, when the title fight comes, it's like playing football. In friendlies, all you're trying to do, you're trying to get your fitness, you're trying to get your touch. And results, believe me, results. Um, the fans want to see results, can never want to lose any game, but they're really, really not that important. What's important is that come Saturday, the players are ready. They all know their duties on the pitch. The manager is confident in the team that he's picked. You've had a good pre-season, you've got through it. Everybody's fit, everybody's ready an on blob on song for that first kickoff. That's the most important, not pre-season results. Barry, yeah, listen. It's I mean, I had twenty-three pre-seasons, and I think you always play around about five to seven games. And I think I won one or two every single pre-season. Mm. It was just making sure you get minutes in your legs. And and what your aim is during pre-season, yeah, pre-season is that first game of the season that you're hitting your peak, and that's what Brendan Rodgers will be wanting. Celtic players and that's what Michael Beale I'll be wanting on Saturday at quarter past five because listen I couldn't care the, the first few games how Rangers play it's about getting the points on the board and then that builds a bit of confidence so they go down to Rugby Park playing that arse so tough don't need to play well 1-0 and back up them 77 <laughs> with three points in the bag and that's what matters and your Rangers team for Saturday then Barry for 5-15 well, this is just off yeah. the top of my okay. head I'm going to go be obviously Butlin will play in goals I think Tavernier obviously will be it right back if Conor Golston declares himself himself fit and he's training he's in the team alongside John Shooter and Barisic at left back Raskin and Ryan Jack in front of him Dow, Lammers and Cantwell and Dessers up, up top John you think that will yeah well similar to, to the Celtic team yep. that I chose isn't there's only one particular change there that's through the middle isn't it centre yep. forward mm-hmm. but everybody else you know Suter even Balogun is Balogun fit yet I think he is but yeah. he's he's going to be you know stand in isn't he so well possibly yeah. but he's, 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 I, th- I liked him at Rangers physicality uh, yeah. he, yeah. you know he's, sure. head, he's head on a stick isn't uh, he sure. but obviously Golson the skipper yeah. if, he's, if uh. he's fit he'll want to play as well he's that type of guy is there a danger the Saudis could come in for Conor Golson there has been a rumour about that in the last few days Paul they could come in for anyone I know you but, know it's just sure. a case but of dealing with it <laughs> you know, yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> Paul don't want to leave Glasgow. That's Barry, the problem. Oh, thank you, Barry. What do you think? 
kind of goes easy. Uh, have they said these come in for you? I'll drive you to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd come in for me, I tell you. <laughs> Barry, do you see it happening? Conor Goldson? Well, it's a possibility. Look, I've never seen Jota leaving Celtic, for instance, mm. and then they come in with, what, £24 million? Pound? Right, yeah. So if they come in with... Wait, a, a big offer for any Rangers or Celtic players both Rangers and Celtic people have got to remember are selling clubs and if they come in and they meet a player's valuation they'll look to do business and then obviously bring in a, a replacement and a, a lesser transfer Sean we're going to ask the guys who is going to win the league let's see, what do you think can your team Rangers are you going to win the league um, it's hard to see because obviously I've always not been kicked but I think this could be the season it could, we could end up having a helicopter Sunday. It could, I don't think a team ever who wins the league this season, Celtic or Rangers, because let's be honest, that's all it will be. I think if Celtic win it, it'll be two or three points. And Rangers, it could be two or three points. I think it could go down to the last final game of the season. I've got to see Rangers to win the league because the amount of players were brought in, um, I think the pressure's on this season. Um, so the club's not got to spend all that money and then know why to win the league so I think Ra- I'll go for Rangers but it could be a hard it could be a tricky season for two teams it could go right out the wire but I'll take I'll say Rangers for me and Barry And how big is the League Cup going to be for you to start well because Ange Postacoglu two years ago when they won it, it, it they kicked on from there Yeah they might have won every single trophy the League Cup Obviously, let's be honest, you only really, well, obviously the League Cup's changed in Scotland because the League Cup used to always be, say if you were going for the treble, you wanted the League Cup, but really any other time you would, you didn't take it as serious. But obviously in Scotland, you get the, the League Cup's only runs to Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, but well, Barry, I, I, John, think, I think the League yeah. Cup, I, I think clubs like winning the League Cup yeah. because you've got a trophy in the bag and it, it just takes the edge off slightly, it just takes that little bit of pressure off where... Not to say that if if you lose the league, you can say, oh, we won the League Cup. But what it is, you know, the, the the final of it is what played around about February, isn't it? February, March is the first cup that's available that you can win. Mm-hmm. And I remember Alec McLeish saying this about Rangers. I think that was the first trophy Alec McLeish right. won. And I think they won the treble, similar to what Martin O'Neill did in his yeah. first year. Alec McLeish did similar. I think they won the, Rangers won the treble. But it was getting that first trophy, which was the League Cup, and then almost your team then builds on that because because literally you've got you've got a one trophy in the bag and it just gives you momentum and that little bit more confidence to go on and win the other two then available. Barry, you were the treble captain. Yeah, I, I think it is important. There's no doubt because it yeah. does, as John's just mentioned there, it gives you a lift, it gives players the confidence and then obviously you sample what it's like, what it means to the fans and go up to lift a, a, a trophy. But if you're asking me right now, what would what would I want? It's got to be the league. You've got to try and wrestle the title back off Celtic. They've been so dominant last year, winning the, the treble, and they were dominant for a reason because they were the best team and they were, they were the most consistent team. So Rangers know the pressures on them. There's no doubt. Listen, Michael Beale knows that. He spoke about it. He's been back, no doubt. The board have done brilliant. I think. Um, I think they've spent just under fifteen million pound, and that's no including Cifentes. Yep that's going to be coming in for a, around £1.5 million. Pounds. So they know that they need to deliver. And your bread and butter is when you, you have that first meeting pre-season is, is a league title. But as I said, winning the first cup does give you that springboard to go and hopefully win um, the other trophies that are available. Thanks, Sean. 
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Sefuentes is in town on his way up from Glasgow Airport. I made that bit up, Barry, but he is in town. Jose Sefuentes, the Ecuadorian, and you like the look of him. Yeah, listen, anybody can look good on, on the internet, Paul, there's no doubt. And But what I've read, there's a lot of people over in the MLS who do the commentary mm. and, and write about football over there that are very... Um, complimentary about him um, so he looks like the type of player that, that Rangers need in, in the middle of the park because obviously you've got um, you've got John Lundstrom still there but he's going into the final year of his contract you don't know what's going to happen there Ryan Jack has signed an extension and you've got Raskin in there so you need good competition for places certainly because for me that's the engine and the heartbeat of the, the, the team so once he comes over he'll need a bit of time to acclimatise obviously but I think in time he could be a, a real fine for Rangers. And John, for Celtic, quite a number of signings during the summer. Everyone went on a bit huge marquee signing. Brendan Rodgers said the other day there's not going to be a £15 million player coming to Celtic. And I guess the model over the last couple of years has been bringing in players that nobody had heard of, especially from Asia. But my goodness, they settled in and some. Yeah, well, they're, they're out there, Paul. Yeah. You know, they are out there. You you haven't got what's saying that £6 million for Kyogo. Nine sure. million pound for Carter Vickers, nine million pound for Jota. Yep. So Celtic have splashed the cash, um, not gone as much as fifteen million, uh, simply because what they probably found in in the players that that they've got Hitachi two point five million, I think it was. So there are really good bargains out there, if you like, um, and and simply Celtic won't go the 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 fifteen sixteen millions. You know, it'll be a long time before you see that again in Scottish football. Well, so, say I say again. You know, even ten million is an awful lot, isn't it? So the season starts proper since Premiership on Saturday. Celtic against Ross County at twelve thirty. Rangers are on at five fifteen at Kilmarnock. There's also Dundee, Motherwell, Livingston, Aberdeen, St Johnson against Hearts, and then on Sunday, Hibs against St Mirren. Barry, it's always tough at this time of the year. I know because mm-hmm. I remember last year. I said, well, I went yeah. for St Mirren last yeah. year, and they finished in the top six. And um, to be quite honest, I thought St Mirren were excellent. Yeah. The way they were set up. They've done a, a brilliant job and that was the first time in the, the club's history making the top six. So, what do I know? We're going for uh, St <laughs> Mern. So, that, it's one of the ones we've got to do. John sure. was just talking off here. We've, we've, we've got to go with our... our yeah. You're asking us a question. Sure. We've got to write it down. Can I start um, at the bottom? Then? Yes. Let's, uh, so, I'm going to go... The finishing 12th place, Dundee. Um, yep. 11th, St. Johnson. 10th, Livingston. 9th Ross County, mm-hmm. 8th Kilmarnock, 7th St Mern, 6th Hibernian, mm-hmm. 5th Motherwell, uh-huh. 4th Hearts, 3rd Aberdeen, and surprise, surprise, 2nd <laughs> Celtic and 1st Rangers. You think Rangers will overtake they, Celtic? They, they've they've yep. got to win the title. Yep. Celtic have been far too dominant. They've got to win the title. The <laughs> pressure's on and they, and they know that and, and he's went out and he's he's done his... A fair bit of work, a fair bit of surgery to the, the the squad, which I think was needed. They needed to bring a bit of freshness in. It's getting them to gel as quickly as possible. Um, so, yep, I'm 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 going to go with Rangers because for the simple fact is they need to win the title. And up against the Brendan Rodgers who had seven out of seven last time. Yep, 
coming up against a top class manager who's managed at, managed at the highest level. He was so successful first time round. He's went down, um, back down England and Leicester. Finished I think twice in top six. Won the FA Cup. The only bit he never done so well was the final three months of his time at Leicester where they kind of struggled. But I don't think he get back down there. So they know they're up against it because Brendan Rodgers knows the game inside out. He's an experienced manager. And I'm sure he'll still add to um, what already has a, a strong Celtic squad. And what do you like about the new Rangers squad and the new signings? I like there's a bit of size about it. Listen, I think with size you've got to still have ability. Um, but there's a, a bit of physical presence um, about Rangers. That's one thing um, about them that I've noticed through the signings that Michael Michael Beals brought in. Um, so, listen, it's still early days. Has it been perfect in pre-season no it hasn't um, but that's to be expected um, and as I said I always reserve my judgement Paul until the, the nitty gritty starts and the, the pressure um, the pressure game's happening that's the first game going down to Rugby Park at quarter past five on the AstroTurf where it's going to be a a tough ask as I, as I said I watched Derek McInnes and he looked to me if he was um, he's got his commander team ready uh, so they know it's going to be a tough ask but Listen, it's a big season for Rangers. Okay. There's no getting away from that. Everybody knows that. Michael Beale knows that. The players know that. The Rangers board know that. The Rangers supporters know that. So they need to deliver this season and they're going to be under a fair bit of pressure to do it. But that's what happens when you play at a club like Rangers. If Michael Beale wins the title with Rangers, he's a hero. If he doesn't win the title and wins a cup or two cups... Yeah, the, well, the, the main thing is winning the, the league. Yeah. If oh. he wins a couple of cups, there, there, there's got to be silverware come through the front doors of Ibrox there has but first and foremost for me you have got to wrestle the title back off Celtic so Barry's going at the moment and it's at the start of the season a ball hasn't been kicked Rangers to win Celtic runners up Aberdeen third position Hearts Motherwell and Hibs that's the top six then St Mirren just outside it Kelly then in eighth position Ross County Livy St Johnson and Dundee in the automatic I've just spot. showed Barry I've yeah. just showed Barry mine and okay. mine is Absolutely, you're exactly list. the same, but obviously, yeah. Saturday uh, 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 exactly the same. Oh, I thought it was oh, going to say <laughs> top six, yeah, other than sure. the top two. Is uh, I go on, I go through it anyway, yeah. So, but at the bottom, are you Dundee or St. Johnson? I'm Dundee, you're Dundee, I'm Dundee. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. Uh, Tony Doherty would, would like me for that. I think no. with this, the, the, the sure. problem you've got with this as, as pandits on radio, yeah, blah blah blah, is that the boy, the lads see it, yep, Dundee mm. lads see that, Tony Doherty sees it. He grabs the newspaper yeah. day before the game and he sticks it yeah. on the and he says, "See yeah. that hearts and yeah. prove that hearts and wrong. That's it. Prove that Ferguson wrong. We know it's coming. Yeah. And you, what you do sure. is, Paul, I don't like doing this because what happens is you alienate yourself. And you're not trying to do from that from the fans that. and this, that, and the other. Right? Sure. Oh, you tipped us to go down. You're this. You're that. But if you help them motivate them, then yeah, you, you, know, you know it's yeah, coming. Sure. But as as long as people okay. appreciate sure. this is what we we have to do because it's. Yep. you know it's it's what you know it's why we're on you to so, give us exactly. to give our um, our opinions. So, so in twelfth, I'm going to go uh, Dundee. Yep, the the promoted side, obviously from mm -hmm. last season. Eleventh, um, I'm going to go Kilmarnock. Right. Although Barry says you know he feels mm -hmm. that they're they're ready to go. Um, um, you know, Derek McInnes, really good manager, kept them up last easy in the end. Although they were in mm -hmm. the dogfight for a long time. So Kilmarnock at eleventh. I'm going to go St Johnson, tenth, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. ninth. I'm going to go Ross County. 
Okay. Um, yep. Eighth, I am going to say Livingston. Mm-hmm. Wow. Seventh, St. Mirren. Right, just outside the top six. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Seven, Hibs, six. Yep. Uh-huh. Hearts, fourth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen, third. Mm-hmm. Rangers, um, runners up to Celtic. Okay. And Motherwell? Motherwell, Motherwell were fifth. Oh, fifth, right. So Motherwell, yeah. so Hibs, Motherwell, Hearts, Aberdeen, Rangers. No, uh, yeah, Hibs, Motherwell, Hearts are fourth, Aberdeen third, yeah. and Rangers second, Celtic first. And Celtic to win again. So, um, as I asked Barry what he thinks about the challenge, how they're going to do it, how are Celtic going to win again this season with a new manager it'll be a different style of play slightly different yeah. um, do you think they're going to be the, the squad is strong enough to dominate the way they did last season um, well well, they're, they're minus they're minus um, their manager who, who yeah. was was brilliant you know he got all the crowd together everybody loved him the football that they played was brilliant you know he, he's almost like he came out of the blue didn't he and straight away and it was like wow Where's this guy? Look at the football that we play, and the fans absolutely loved the, the previous two years. Um, as I said, I think Brendan's got food for thought. Um, I, I do think um, Celtic will will carry on to play the football that they play. I think Rangers will have a bit more physicality about them. Uh, you know, the likes of Goldson, the likes of Balogun going and attacking set pieces and things like this. Um, do you think Celtic will add a bit of muscle now there's still 30 days to go in the window I think both teams will add yeah. probably another three or four more mm-hmm. you know 30 days is a long time they'll be getting videos they'll be getting phone calls from different agents every single day so they'll be on the lookout both clubs will have their recruitment on their toes looking for that you know because managers are never happy managers yeah. always if a good player comes up he wants him you know he'll, he'll want to he want to get him in um, so I, I just think Celtic, in terms of you know the way that they play, uh, you know Rangers, Michael Beale, I think with the money that he spent as well, Barry's already alluded to it. I think he's got to come back with at least a couple of trophies, you know, to 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 appease um, you know the the hierarchy, the money men, the board, and things like that because it's it's a lot of money that they're spending. Um, I know there's a several that have gone up. You've got the wages of yep. McGregor, you got Kent, sure. you got Morelos, and several. You know they've left, but I do think there's probably more pressure on Beal. Saying that, am I wrong in saying that? Brendan Rodgers coming in successful mm-hmm. before um, he, he, he takes over a, a, a treble winning team that adds pressure. The high bar. There's the expectancy yeah. of expectations from the Celtic support um, be interesting to see the style how he plays how he sets up so um, I just feel Celtic I think they've got momentum the, I think they've been very very dominant yeah. so, in, in the okay. last 10 or 12 years in both in the Cups and the League and I, I'm, I'm just as confident as I was this season going into a new season to be honest with you so you both agree at the bottom it's Dundee but at the top Barry goes Rangers John goes Celtic no surprise there but you both give a really good arguments who's going to be the top scorer this season Barry? Oh. <laughs> I, I really uh, honestly I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't care yeah. <laughs> as long as Rangers win the, 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 yeah. the title Kyogo can yeah. go and score another 30 goals if he wants yeah. Danilo maybe? Yeah listen yeah. The, 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 um, they've spent a a fair sure. bit of money yeah. on Danilo. Yeah. What was it? What's Six over? million pounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around about that. 
Um, so there's a, a bit of pressure comes with that price tag um, and obviously Dessers as well was what three and a half yep. four million pounds so the two guys have been brought in to, uh, for big fees to come in and score goals so um, they need to get off John will be better qualified to speak about but as a centre forward does he want to go off the mark as quickly as possible and I'm sure both of the players will be desperate to do that and also Lammers can play through in the middle as as well because I just mentioned about Danilo Dessers Kemar Roof don't forget him he's getting back um, hopefully he can he can stay fit so that's four number nines and I always think that if you want to be successful um, obviously you need for me four centre uh, centre forwards in case of injuries or suspensions are, are loss of form John it was a clean sweep last season for Kyogo. Same yeah. again this well, year for you. I, I can't see past him, if I'm honest. Um, you know, I think in the last two seasons he got 58 goals. Yeah. I think he got 28 the year he arrived, and last season he got 30 or 32 or some 26. And so the man's touching nearly 60 goals yeah. in his last two seasons. He's a goal scorer. He comes alive in the box. Doesn't get involved too often outside the box, yeah. but inside the box his movement is great. He gets across that near post. When he drops off, technically he's excellent, and it's going to be down to the likes of Abada and and the likes of O'Reilly slipping him in Hitati. He's got great movement, so he's not hard to find. Is he going to score a hundred and join you in the hundred club? He might not get a hundred next season. No. He's going to need forty goals or yeah. whatever it is. Sure. Listen, he's capable, but um, I just don't see anything else unless unless the lad, God forbid, he doesn't get injured. If he plays the games, I think he'll get the goals. He's He's just that type. He's just a natural goal scorer. That's the first hour gone. Staying for the second? Barry says yes. John too. We're back after the news. Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each quote is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Three days to go. Tomorrow night here on the programme between five and seven, we will have Peter Grant will be with us and also Stephen McGinn. And then on Friday, Andy Walker will be here. Barry, with you, we're back to the two-hour special. We were ready for it, weren't we? It was time to get back to... Yeah, it's been a, yeah. a long summer, Paul. Yeah. Um, when there's no football, you're sitting twiddling your, yeah. your thumbs. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Listen, with Rangers, that'll be nine new signings. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers coming back to Celtic uh, as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the season starting come Saturday. How was it out in the yachts and all the rest over the summer? Did you enjoy it below deck? Yeah. Strathclyde Park, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Globetrotting Barry Ferguson and John Hartson only here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Let's speak to Laurie, who's on the line. Laurie, good evening. Hey, Paul, as you know, I only usually yeah. phone the programme every other week. So Tonight I've made an exception, yes. uh, and there's a reason for it, and it's a very profound reason, personally speaking. Okay. Uh, so can I firstly speak to John Hanson? He's the reason I'm phoning tonight. Hi, Laurie. Yes, I'm here, mate. Uh, John, firstly, uh, my comments are of a light-hearted nature. Secondly, they are very profound. 
Okay. So firstly, John, lightheartedly, the last time I spoke to you, big man, was when I had predicted to you, long before anybody else did, that Buster uh, Coglu would be seeking pastors new. And I remember you told me, somewhat facetiously, as you're an expert, Laurie, and I said to you, well, I don't purport to be an expert, uh, John, but I do have an idea that he is going to be seeking a pastor's new, and I was proven right. Anyway, it wasn't a case tonight that I'm on the phone to tell you I told you so, John. Mm. So when I move rapidly to the second point... Can I come in there, though? Sure. Of course you can, John. Aye. Laurie, I think, looking at it now, that was very good from you. Um and you're entitled to your opinion, and so am I. Um, naturally, yeah, we, are, we don't get everything right. Um, yeah. All we can do is give our opinions. Yeah. Maybe it was talking with my heart, Laurie. Maybe I just didn't want Ange to go. I yeah. said as well that Brendan Rodgers wouldn't go. I went on BT Sport. Everybody yeah. was saying he would go. I, I couldn't see Brendan Rodgers <laughs> going, especially the way that he did. But um, listen, you got it right that time. There's no need for me to apologise because it was my thoughts. No apologies um, expected, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, well done. You, that was a brilliant prediction from you because I think, as I said, mate, the only way I, I, I probably disagreed with you is because I was probably speaking with my heart and I wanted yeah. I wanted Ange to be here for much, much longer, you know? Well, John, I want to move quickly to okay. the most important point I have to make tonight. Uh, and big man, you are very much in my thoughts because I survived cancer and successful cancer surgery earlier on this year. Yep. Well done. You've also uh, uh, defeated cancer, John. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something, big man. You were my inspiration. Mm. Thank you, you. John, were the reason that I decided I'm going to beat this, because here's a guy, a big, fat young man in his 30s, a big, powerful individual. I was in my late 60s. John, you beat it, and I've also beat it. And I want to tell you, John, you are my inspiration. I am indebted yeah. to you, John. Thank you, Laurie. And listen, I am delighted, as much as you are, that I came through it. Um, I'm delighted that you also did. Um, that's absolutely brilliant. I'm really pleased for your family, yourself personally, that you're still with us, because cancer stops for nobody, as you very well know. So congratulations, Laurie, to a fellow cancer survivor, and I hope you live for many more years. John, thank you. And let me tell you something, big man. You are my inspiration, bar none. And thank I am you. so appreciative, John. God bless you. Thank you, Laurie. Listen, we need to meet. We need to meet up one day and have a coffee or something. I've met Laurie. Yep, yeah, on a few occasions. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, Laurie, I'm, I'm happy to meet you and have a, have a beer or have a cup of coffee and have a face-to-face, mate, because you sound well, like I'm a... I'm re- delighted to do so, John. Yeah. And let me also say that Barry is also one of my favourite pundits. You know, Barry is a, a Rangers icon, I, and I appreciate every single thing he says. I, I don't necessarily agree with him and his prediction tonight, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he is a Rangers man through and through. But, you know, one thing about Barry, he is so honest. He is so uh, subjective, uh, sorry, objective rather, in his opinions. And I'm so delighted to phone this programme as often as I do. Very kind words, Laurie. You've got me filling up here. Thank you very much. Well, one thing I will say, Laurie says John was a big fat 30 year old. (laughs) 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 Maybe take the fat out there, Laurie. Imagine how many goals I'd have scored if I was fit, Laurie. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Laurie. That's really special yeah, call. Listen, yeah. do you know wow. what? I mean, nice. 
Big John is well enough there. Yeah. I mean, he survived uh, cancer, yeah, yeah. but to hear Oof. Laurie saying that as well, that, that John obviously inspires mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people who have suffered that. I mean, I've had family members who have sadly passed away through it. My mum, four years ago, had cancer and she survived it. So I know the hurt and the pain people have mm. to go through. So I thought that was a... Thing I've got is to be honest well. with you, it was a brilliant phone yeah, call. Brilliant. And, Fair play to Laurie. Thing is as well, on the radio, Paul, you know yourself, Barry's had it, I've had it for a couple of years now while we've been on here, and you don't always get nice calls, calls that touch you, you know. Um, You get get criticised, you get labelled as something maybe that you're not. People come on, they want to voice their opinion, which is absolutely fine. Some are disrespectful, some are very nice to you. You know, Rangers fans come on, they, they show a bit of respect. Uh, Celtic fans come on and show the same to Barry. That was a different call altogether. Mm. When he said about my prediction, Ange wouldn't go. I told him the truth. I thought I was coming from the heart, maybe more so than thinking he may well possibly go. Um, but then he brought up the cancer and pff, I'll tell you what, I was, I was filling up there, I really was. Mm. It just shows you, John, you've inspired so many people. That's what I said, yeah, he... I don't think he realises that he has inspired um, a number of people with obviously surviving it. And as I said, that phone calls like that, that's what mm. makes the show things, people phoning up. I mean, I thought Laurie and John were going to have a ding dong there <laughs> at the start. And then you were well, hoping for a ding dong. Be, if he's still listening, I'd be happy to meet Laurie. No, Barry's yeah. met him. But yeah. I genuinely, yeah. you know, if the boys, sure. up, I'll yeah. tell the lads, James, after the show, yeah. obviously they've got his phone number. But I'd be oh. delighted to meet Laurie, a fellow. We'd have a lot in common. We'd have a lot to talk about. Here's Greg on, a big Celtic fan, saying, Big <laughs> Laurie. Um, wow. Uh, he said he's filling up. More eloquent than Oscar Wilde. Almost had him greeting. A lot of people coming on. And I would say this, John and Barry, for our listeners and the callers. In general, we try to be really constructive. You know, I'm one of the guys that started the other phone in, and it's a terrific one. It's done brilliantly for decades. Um, but I think here, the level of experience that you both bring and bring and our other pundits as well. We've tried to go slightly in a different direction. Look, it's great to have a Barney at times, but we try not to make it personal. It's trying to take the listeners inside it. I've never, never will play top class football. See, you see, see in terms of like, like Rangers, have, Rangers are going through a, a difficult period. I'll criticise, but it will always yep. be constructive criticism. I'm not going to just do it, do it for the sake of making headlines or, or whatever. That's just the way... Amar and John's like that and the, the pundits that you've got on the on the show but I'll go back to that call the, yep. that call mm. that Laurie was on for two or three minutes there that was yep. brilliant and it's brilliant to hear that he's survived it and he's on the phone um, thanking John and I'm sure John will, yeah. and will I thank think him as well, himself personally yeah. I think as well a good point in terms of the radio and, and, and obviously uh, the divide the, the Celtic and Rangers yeah. um, issue in Glad not an issue but the yeah you know, the, the rivalry and everything. It's been relatively easy for me. Do you know why? Because Celtic have won. Mm. And Barry will tell you the same. It's difficult when your team are losing to your biggest rivals and, and, and the mm. dominance that Celtic have been on um, in the last few years. It's been easy for me to come on and praise and praise and praise. And that must be difficult to hear at times. We've done games in here together. where yeah, Ranger, But sure. I can honestly say, sitting next to Barry... He's obviously, he always comes across and he says if Rangers were uh, not so good on the day, if Celtic were the better team, he'll say it. 
And I can honestly say that Celtic fans listening, they might have different views in terms of what they think of columns and what they think. Because ultimately, you've, you've, got, to be, you've got to be balanced because at the end of the day, you don't survive. Yeah. You know, if Chris Sutton goes on Sky and all of a sudden Rangers get a, a, a blatant whatever it is, a free kick or whatever, whatever if they score a goal. And, 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 it's, um, and it's a proper goal, you know, that it should have been stood. Mm. And Chris goes, well, that shouldn't... If he's going against the grain or if anybody else is going against the grain, your, your, your editor's in your year going, mm. what game are you watching? So you've got to be balanced. Yeah, Everybody sure. knows who you support. That's pretty obvious. But you don't last. If you're on the television, you don't last if you're, if you're constantly you know, going against the grain all the time. Objectivity. And Laurie mentioned it. Laurie was also at the game last night because he told us a few days ago when he was on at the James Forrest That was a nice touch from yeah. James Forrest. I've got to say that, giving it to the Celtic Foundation right. and, and Kilbride Hospice. Kilbride Hospice. Kilbride. Yep. Yep. So that, that's a, that was a brilliant touch. 42,000 people there. So I would imagine that there'll be a right few quid um, going towards the, the charity. So fair play to, to James Forrest. It's... Uh, it's going to be a huge sum of money. Well done to everyone who's along there. Do you think he's got a part yeah. to play this year? A good James question. Forrest. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers was so he'll, good he'll, last time with be, him. He'll be yeah. named in the squad, won't he? He signed a three-year contract. Remember, was it last season yes. or the season mm. before? Just last season. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think as well, with a Barda's form playing on that right-hand side, that's what James is really mm. good at as well. But listen, he's, he's, he's still fit. He's strong. You know, he's not... How old is James now? He's 32. 32, so he's still got plenty still, of legs yeah. in him. And Feels like he's been about. Depends where he has. 2010 yeah. was his first game. Incredible. Came on against Motherwell, wasn't it? And he scored. That's a long time, Barry, isn't it? 30. In fact, you, you played against him. Yep. Yeah, a yep. number uh, of times. Uh, yeah. I did a, a number of times. And as I said, he's um, he's been a real good player for, for Celtic. He's, he's scored in big moments. He's produced big performances. And one thing about James Ford, you never hear. No, very anything. quiet yeah, yeah very quiet he goes about his business mm. quietly and listen he does his talking on the on the pitch one of the headlines last night was the reception for Brendan Rodgers because they announced him and the backroom team but he came out and he got a huge reception from the 42,000 I know the stuff online the Green Brigade by and large went there I think some of them are saying well we don't do friendlies um, I don't know the truth of it but there was a section near the ground which did look pretty quiet last night but 42,000 a good number, Barry, for Atletico Bilbao coming to yeah, town. But, and yeah, and I mean, what three days, four days before the yeah. the season mm -hmm. kicks off, and, and you know, listen, people are finding it tough. Cost, yeah, cost of living. Yeah, the cost of living crisis. Um, so for forty two thousand to turn up in a mm -hmm. a Tuesday night um, is is a brilliant number because, um, as you know, yeah. the the cost of going to football nowadays. No, yeah. If you've no. if you're a a father or a mother and you're taking a couple of children, you're talking what. 80 quid, 100 quid. Mm. Easy. Probably 100. Yeah. You I, know, think, I think Bilbao, yeah. are they open up with Real Madrid. I think, are you, are they? Yeah, they I think, were, that, I what, think that's, last season, that's their they? first game of the yeah. season. Yeah. So they, they were decent. They're pretty yeah. much, you know, they, they want to be at their best as well with that game coming up. So it's a good win for Sell. Although we spoke about results yeah. don't really matter. Um, sure. They had to work, I think, for the for the result. But, you know, Celtic fans would have been happier going home with a win. Well, here's uh, Brendan Rogers speaking about the game. A really good exercise for us. It was, um, if you look at uh, Saturday's game and tonight's game, both two really good teams uh, with good intensity and physicality. So, um, no, I, I thought first half we weren't very good, if I'm honest. We didn't start well, gave the ball away cheaply, too negative with the passing. 
didn't quite make our combinations. But when we did, we got up into some good areas and, and obviously scored a good goal, but conceded two goals where we gave the ball away. And if you give away the ball against good teams, you'll, you'll suffer. So, um, so yeah, so first half, not so good. Second half, I thought the team was excellent. Started the half, you know, with a good energy, great attitude in the game. Midfield three were outstanding in terms of Alden and Matt O'Reilly and Dave Turnbull. They controlled the game and they had courage to play back players playing forward and we progressed the ball really well and looked really dangerous scored two very good goals created other opportunities and overall I'm really pleased for James because obviously to win the game is nice for him and his testimonial game but uh, yeah the second half team was excellent Good news for the Celtic fans at the start was that Cameron Carter-Vickers started Yeah well we'll see we, we have to analyse that over the next couple of days but great to have him back he's He's a very important player for us. Uh, he gets through the 45 minutes and Tony Ralston as well coming back. Great to have Tony out on the pitch as well. And preparations for the new season overall? Yeah, no, I think we've built it up really well with the players. Obviously, they didn't have a, a long break, but they've come back and we've walked our way through. We've had a lot of, uh, put a lot of hard work into them. And, uh, and at times they've maybe looked a little bit leggy, but that's because it's, it's pre-season and it's preparation. But I think as it's gone on, they've looked sharper and and brighter and, um, and come Saturday when it matters we'll, uh, we'll be ready for sure Quick break and then we're going on the lines we're off to Bathgate next The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price no upfront costs Let's go Go Radio Football Show Wednesday evening three days to go till the kickoff. we're with Global Eco Energy John Hartson Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney and George is on the line in Bathgate Hi George how you doing, boys? All right. Yeah, George. All good, doing, George. So, yeah, what are you thinking? Big yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm excited. Sefuentes is I'm in town. That. Yeah. Uh, it's another good sign. I mean, let's, let's wait and see if it's another good sign. And we'll, we'll wait and see how these guys had the ground running. Kind of, I keep on saying it. Barry Kenz as well. I mean, as much as John, um, it's all right playing for teams, but um, when you come to play for any of the Glasgow big two, it's a it's a massive step for anybody. I don't care who you've played for before or after it. Anything like that. It's, it's a massive club to come to. So let's see how these guys settle in. I'm almost positive when I come on here, Paul, all the time. I think we've made some great signings. I think just before the season finished, I said to Barry, can if we get up to 7, 8, 9, I think we're getting close to 10 signings. Um, that's what the, needs, the club needs. And the ones going out as well, um, Ken, your Sakalas, your, um, obviously, um, Morelos and Kent and that went as well. I think... Uh, the wee boy Wright's about to go to Carla and possibly even the centre half uh, Ben Davies uh, yeah. Ben Davies is probably about to go to the door as well so I probably thought that was where we needed to go and getting a good goalkeeper in um, and I'm, I'm really positive I think it's really good but I, this is probably the most negative I've ever been on this show but for me watching these friendlies Barisic um, scares me Barry uh, mm-hmm. I think we need an all back and again we keep on saying all the time uh, give this guy a chance he, he, he can't defend Barry and if we're looking forward I heard you just saying to Big John the other new I, I think we can win the league this year I think we can win the league as well but you've got to have um, the negative for me is Barisic you can't defend Barry yeah and but no me, I, I, think I agree with you in a few occasions last year it's certainly the, the, the back post area where Barisic is Rangers have conceded that a number of goals and even Yilmaz you've seen over, over in Germany in the first half I thought he could have done better at the, the goal as well so he's going into his final year the one thing about Barisic is they either want to keep him or they'll need to sell him because they can't allow what happened with obviously Kent and, and Morelos and he's still an international he's still worth a couple of pounds 
in the, the transfer market. So I think it is an area where if he's allowed to go and strengthen, and I think that's going to happen if players do go out the door, which is looking likely, like Scott Wright that he's just mentioned there, Glenn Kamara, maybe a Ben Davis. I think that is an area where he might look to 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 strengthen because it has happened over the, the course, and this is not just pre-season, it has happened. If you look back in some games last year, where there has been goals conceded certainly at that left back area at the back post um, in a number of games John what do you think of Borna Barisic? I've always liked him um, in the last couple of years I, I think George is right I think defensively he's got frailties um, when the ball's arriving in the box at that the back post area there um, you want somebody quite commanding who's going to go and head the ball away I think on the ball technically he's always been very good um, he's a lot better in in the opposition half where he can he's got a wand of a left foot you know he can pick people out very much like Tavernier on the right hand side but um, no I, I think um, as I said that's what I think I, I think that defensively you know he, he can be the weak link, weak link at times when you've got Tavernier on one side who's not great either defensively but he makes up for it going forward and um you know, you, you've got the likes of um, Goldson and one or two signings that you've made, Balligan maybe. So you've got physicality. Um, the, the one thing that, you know, you, you can let let the team down sometimes defensively, but mm. sometimes managers put players in, especially at home, for their good work going forward. Because how much defending really sure. would the Rangers and Celtic really do mm. when they play at home? Not an awful lot, although you've still got to defend well. But for me, I think he's in the team all day long if you're looking at going forward. Mm. It'll be interesting to see come Saturday. Obviously, Yelmas and Barisic have, have obviously played bit parts in that, that, that area. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I get where he's coming from, Gordon. It is an area where it's not his, his strength. There's no doubt going forward, I mean, he, his delivery. Mm. He crosses is, is is excellent but again sometimes you only need one opportunity against Rangers and you've got to be tuned in you've got to be on the ball constantly and that is an area both the left and the right back is an area where teams have found space to get in behind and, and obviously get a goal against Rangers George Servette are down to 10 men so it's 1-1 as you know from last week so Ghent in the driving seat that was after five minutes they had a player sent off because you're only a week away from Champions League qualifiers that's what I'm saying so we're right we're right in it we've got to hit the ground running yep. um, Ken there's no there's no and that's why I say about Barisic um, if, Ken if you take if Barry would take his um, Rangers supporters hat off and I'd do the same and I'll watch the teams and I'll look at it um, I just think that I, he's great going forward I think okay. I, I, you're more qualified than me but I think Defend your defenders have got to defend first before they can put in these great boys in that. So for me, your left backs and your right back have got to defend. It's alright saying Tavernier's great at going forward and Barisic is great at going forward. How are they at defending? I think we're looking well in the midfield. I think we're looking well up front, the goalkeeper. But for me, left back, I, I just think that's the only okay. thing it needs to be. Uh, I, I agree with you, Gordon. In terms of defense, too many people are getting carried away. Oh, great going forward. I'm with you. First and foremost, you're a defender and you defend. That's mm. what you've got to do. Going forward is a bonus for me. Defenders have got to defend and make sure they, they, they keep the back door back door shut. Who would you go with in Saturday against Kilmarnock? Uh, I would I would go with three at the back, Barry. But that's not going to happen. That's actually I would go because mm. um, he's not I played three at the back, has he? During the pre-season games, that that was something 
that I was thinking about maybe would have tried in, in one of the games um, but I, I don't think he, he, he'll go to a three at the back on Saturday because he's uh, obviously I not I think he's still looking for a solid centre-half body to mm-hmm. do that yep. I think that's what he's doing I think we're, we're, talking about, we're looking about another centre-half and I think that would probably be the way he'd, he would maybe go with three at the back but for me I would go with uh, Yilmaz mm-hmm. uh, on, Saturday, on Saturday against Kilmarnock I really would give the guy the chance because at the end of the day um, I think Barisic has had enough chances at the club, Barry. Okay. Um, I, I just didn't like somebody gives up. If you give up in a game, that's I would just like. Oh. I've seen you when you were the manager, the Clyde and things like. That. If you give up in the game, just take them right after. I'm not interested. I would do that with Barisic, and I hate being negative because I think a lot of positive at Rangers now, but right. that's more than negative. Mm. Genk have gone one up a penalty just a few moments ago, so they're the favourites, and they've got eleven against ten. Okay, can I say? Yeah. Take away the game on Saturday. Huh? See these qualifying games. Yeah. They're not going to be easy. They're not going to be. Mm-hmm. They're going to run over mm-hmm. over teams. The Belgian team finished second in the league. Yeah. They've spent a bit of money. So the thing is, as well, Buzz, when you talk about a team like qualifiers, a lot of some of the teams you come up against, they've beat. They're eight, ten games into their season. Mm-hmm. They've started the season yep. earlier, and obviously they're they're up and running type mm-hmm. of thing. So you've got to be ready for them. Right. George, you do you agree with Barry then? I mean, you obviously hope Rangers are going to win it. Do you think they will win it? The league? Honestly, that's, yeah. there's no point in me showing up every, every second week ah, for the good. night we're going to win it. Of course sure. I think we're going to win it. Sure. Uh, See, last, that, last that's yeah. the right attitude. Yeah. That's the attitude you've got to have. You know what I mean? There's, there isn't no point in this. Yeah. I'm talking about players. If you don't think you're going to win that league, mm-hmm. you don't turn up. You've got to have that inside you that you've got to have that belief that you can go. But listen, if, Listen, it's just no easy. It just doesn't happen overnight. You've got to work hard. You've got to make sure you're on it every single game, which is impossible. But the vast majority of games, you've got to make sure you're on it. And it starts on Saturday down at, at Kilmarnock. That's a tough start down there on the artificial surface. That make it tougher? The surface? Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. give any excuses because I'm sure they've got an extra tough at the training centre. So they can go and they can train on that for a couple yeah. of days to get used to that, to go into that game. Look, ideally for me, Top level football in oh, Scotland shit. should be played mm. in grass. It's not. They've got an arse tough. That's no an excuse. Jack Butland's never played on it, has he? Well, he'll be training on it. Yeah, he is every day. Oh, he'll uh, be Ockham training Harry. on it the, yep. ne- the next couple of days. Who's going to be the top scorer for you then, George? Who do you reckon? Well, I heard you talking about earlier on, and I actually think it's going to be the boy Lammers. Um, mm-hmm. I think he looks, he, look, he looks technically good, and mm-hmm. he wants to get in the books and things like that. So, but I, I agree with what Big John was saying earlier. I'll take um, the wee boy. Kyogo take scoring 30 goals next season as long as Rangers win the league I didn't really care <laughs> George can I just say mate you sound like a good guy but I totally disagree with you <laughs> that's, that's made my name join you exactly <laughs> well listen yeah. listen mate I didn't expect anything else and yeah. you know at the end of the day the Rangers have made 10 signings and let's hope we have a good race um, you know it was exciting last season the season before and uh, you know two good teams going at it Celtic with a new manager mm-hmm. you know Michael Beale under a little bit of pressure spent money brought in a lot of players so it's going to be interesting but very exciting at the same time 22 years well, ago I, today I, John you signed for Celtic George I bet you wish you didn't nah, it, it, nah exactly that's the thing I mean we had, we had great players at the time yeah. and that, that was two yeah. fantastic teams when you think about the players eh, Ferguson, De Boer and guys yeah. like that and even Larson that and the other side I mean 
two fantastic teams. Um, and that was the thing I was going to say about Brendan Rodgers coming back. Brendan Rodgers came back and everybody's saying, oh, he's got to be... When Brendan Rodgers came into Rangers, he's, the centre-half was Rob Kiernan. The offence to Rob Kiernan, but that's who it was. So it's a different level. So mm. Big John saying he's wanted to go to the last game of the season. Me, personally, I would prefer... Uh, Rangers have it win for Christmas and Brendan Rodgers back down the road because Christmas I'm not going to lie mm. <laughs> There's a Christmas <laughs> list already from George Stranger yeah. things have happened haven't yeah. they It's not going to happen though John is it I can't see it but you know Celtic will probably be 10 points clear by Christmas in my opinion Do you think? Yeah I think so yeah I think they'll hit the ground running I think with the likes of Kyogo Maeda Abada the team's not really changed that much I know you've got not caught Chota but you could arguably say that you know, McGregor, O'Reilly, uh, Hitati, you know, defensively, they, they, they look as if they, they brought in um, other defenders. Um, the, the full-backs will look to get forward. Alistair Johnson, when he gets fit, they got a good goalkeeper. Why would it all of a sudden change? The fact that Rangers have, have made a lot of sign-ins, takes a lot of time to bed these guys in. Are they going to hit the ground running? Yeah, there's some decent players there, no doubt about it. They will add to the quality. But listen, it's about opinions. I think Celtic, Barry thinks Rangers, George will think Rangers. You'll be very hard pushed, Paul, to find a Rangers fan, although Celtic are going for their 12th title in the last 13 years, dominance. You'll be very hard pushed to find a Rangers fan that's going to say Celtic will win the league. Vice versa, you're gonna you're gonna be hard pushed to find a Celtic fan that'll say Rangers. You know that that's how it is. But all I say, and I'll repeat it, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be very interesting how these Rangers players all gel into the team, very much like Celtic. And I hope we have a great season. But my view is my view. George has got his view. Barry's got his. That's the way it is. Barry, September the third. It's going to be some match, isn't it? Rangers yep, Celtic and Rangers. Uh, I talk about blocks. We we used to do that. There's a block of games between now. I'm talking Saturday until the old firm game. I think there's seven or eight games, correct me if I'm wrong in that, and Rangers need to make sure they're, um, they've got maximum points domestically and they're through into the, the Champions League uh, league group stage. And then when you get that, when you get a few wins, it builds a bit of confidence. Players have played more together with each other. And then into that, that game... Um, at Ibrox. Uh, normally it's a bit later. Yeah. It's it's right. a lot sooner than, uh, than normal. Games in, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, usually game. late in September. I think both teams, I, I think, honestly believe both Rangers and both Celtic will be going into that game in maximum points. George, great call. Thanks Cheers, so George, much. Cheers, Cheers, thank you. Cheers, George, from Bathgate. 0808 17 17 700. Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Some of the headlines, well, Jose Cifuentes is in town for a medical, Barry. Um, he's coming early. Obviously, so Rangers playing a, paying a bit extra to get him now. Yeah, it just shows you how desperate Michael Beale was yeah. to get him in the door early. They had, uh, obviously agreed a pre-contract. He was coming in at um, Christmas time, but um, they've been desperate to get the deal done. And again, fair play to the, the Rangers board because um, they could easily have waited six months and got him in a free transfer they've paid what 1.2 1.3 million pound to get him into the last six months of his contract so that shows you that Michael Beale was desperate to get this young man in through the doors and get him up to speed and get him in the, the team and that's nine players signed over the summer plus the two from last season Raskin yep. and Cantwell do you think Cantwell does too much talking on social media? Yeah, I've been asked this quite a few times. Mm. Look, for me, if you're playing, I would rather they're not on social media, mm. if I'm being honest with you. But I quite like him. He's got a, a bit of cockiness about him, a bit of confidence about him. And to be fair, Paul, 
when he came up once he get up to speed I thought he was um, really really good for Rangers so he needs to make sure he continues this into the, the start of the season because as I say I was impressed with him and also Raskin I, li- I really really like the, the look of this this young man I think he's very good on the ball he can get about the pitch he doesn't mind the, the rough and tumble either so they were two good signings who for me improved the Rangers team and now I'll just need to wait and see how the new signings the, the nine new signings that have come in how much they're going to improve the the Rangers team going forward John I see your old striking partner uh, Chris Sutton has said that Kieran Dowell will be a good signing for Rangers obviously his Norwich connection he's watched them um, what do you think of Dowell we haven't seen anything yet really of him would you expect him to settle in well of course it's like all it's like all the other players Paul they've all got to try and settle in and sometimes when you've got too many players what he's got is he's got great numbers he's got options in every position now that maybe he didn't have last season decent options that can replace one decent player and you go in and you get like for like but it's important these new signings settle in and, and, and settle in quick because there, there is no bedding in time you know you're almost straight into the team and you have to deal with the crowd some of these players would never have played a in, in the, under the intensity of what you get in in a particular in in an old firm, um, you know an old firm derby game, um, other games in Europe, you know you either crumble or you you sink or you swim at this level, Paul, and it's it's the top players that that come out uh, swimming. Barry, you're looking to see a lot from Abdallah Sima, the winger, given that uh, Ryan Kent has gone. I know he wasn't a winger, but he was that link. Do you think Sima is going to do well? The Brighton time will tell, Paul. I, I'm not going yeah. to judge. Yeah. Players in, in pre-season, as I said, because it, it's different. It's all about, as I've, I've mentioned previously, about getting the minutes into your, your legs. And, and the pre-season schedule will be really tough on them because what pre-season does is it sets you up for the full season. So, um, as I said, Rangers have not been amazing. Rangers have not been poor. They've been okay during pre-season, but I don't look too much into pre-season games. What really matters is, is Saturday at Kilmarnock. And it's a big August, isn't it? Seven or eight games yeah. for Rangers. I think both yeah. teams will want a good start, Paul. Yeah. There's no point chasing your tail early on. Listen, Rangers could go in front. Michael Beale actually had a very good league record, didn't he? It was only, I think it was only the Celtic games that he lost to which decided the league. I think I think they were on a good run, something like you know 12 in a row or something. So they could carry on that form. You could find Celtic chasing Rangers the first month of the season. That could potentially happen. It's a, it's how the players go about it. It's how you 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 navigate the team in terms of your setup early on. Players understanding what the manager wants, and then going out there and and, and doing the job. Um, so you know it's going to be exciting and. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. We're nearly there. Let's talk about the other teams as well as the big two next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Final 20 minutes of the programme. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and John Harson. And Barry, we can tell we're back to the two-hour programme. What's for dinner tonight? <laughs> I'm just waiting on that text, Paul. Um, yeah. I'm not too happy. I've not had a text to 
It looks to me if I'm going to be making my own dinner. That's terrible. Which is disappointing. John's but, sounds good, doesn't it, tonight? Oh, what is it, John? Tell the listeners. Probably yeah. a bit of chicken pie in the oven oh. and a bit of mashed potato, a bit of gravy, Paul. Yeah. Magnificent. Oh. Whatever the kids are having, really. Just, <laughs> whatever they want, they're, they're in charge. They're serving up a good game in the qualifiers. Servette have equalised now. Ten-man oh. Servette are 1-1 with Genk is it, in is Belgium. It TNT? Um... It could, I'll, be. I'll t- could well be. I think it might I'll tell be. you shortly. James will games tell on me. This week, wasn't yep. there? Looking forward to this weekend. So Celtic Ross County, twelve thirty on Saturday. Uh, Rangers five fifteen. Kelly against Rangers. Should we look at some of the other ones? Uh, Aberdeen, Barry. In fact, you mm-hmm. and John both have Aberdeen yep. to come third. So they're playing at Levy. What are you thinking about both teams? First of all, Aberdeen. You like the recruitment over the summer? Yeah, um, and obviously Barry getting the, the job on a full-time basis uh, got them into third place which I thought was a, a brilliant achievement um, and he's went and he's, he's recruited by the looks of it pretty well so that's yeah. the reason why um, I fancy Aberdeen to finish third but again they're going down to Livingston we all know again similar to Kilmarnock that official surface and David Martindale having to shop down in England in the lower divisions and to be fair to David Martindale he always plucks up some some decent players so that's not going to be a, an easy game for, for Aberdeen um, in terms of Livingston quite a few people have fancied them to, to go down but I just think that David Martindale's got a bit of know-how yeah. the, 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 he's kept the vast majority of the players he had last season um, I think they'll be alright but for me I think Aberdeen will be finishing in third um, pretty comfortably John you were the former strikers coach for a time at Almond Vale um, you've got a soft spot for Livy mm. now David Martindale you'd see what he was saying you know last night if he doesn't stay up he could be in a building site um, working again well that's good from Davey he's, he's, he's honest he's, he's, you yeah. know, he's putting pressure on himself by doing that he's putting pressure on the players mm. Davey knows what the repercussions are if you're not getting results Um He's done a brilliant job in the in the last well, while he's while he's been um, the, the top man there in terms of the, the manager. Aberdeen will bring a massive crowd opening day of the season. Um, they will probably have three times more fans than Livingston will have. They'll totally fill the ground with their fans. But listen, they won't have it easy. They won't have it easy at Livingston. I, I'm gonna. I think Aberdeen just closely might win. Um, but that'll be a hard game opening day. They could they have probably chosen one or two other games before mm. Livingston away in the opener. Do you know, I should say, Barry. What about tomorrow night and John with Hibs in action against? Uh, it was a bit of a short career result. Let, let's be honest. Um, over there, um, I think it was important getting that goal. They, yep. they got for the free kick. Um, so. I do think looking looking at the highlights, they didn't look in great, Paul. So I fancy Hibs to go through at Easter Road tomorrow night, but it wasn't. That's not good enough. Yeah. And you could see the Hibs fans after the game; they weren't happy at all. I see Stevie Cowan, the former Hibs striker, saying uh, the position of the manager is untenable if they lose tomorrow night. Yeah. But I saw Lee Johnson saying, "Look, conditions are totally different. We didn't play well, but this is the second half, and the pitch is much wider." at uh, Easter Road are they going to win tomorrow? Well they have to win I think they have to throw everything at it they've got another home game then in the league on on Sunday uh, they play uh, St Mirren at home but talk about pressure you know talk about a man under pressure for his job yeah. you know already people putting Ali Johnson uh, in, in the position where if he doesn't win 
you know, it could be his last game. That's what people are saying. Is but that not unfair, probably, given that he got them into Europe and it's maybe forgotten? But I know, John, social media these days, it can things gather momentum really quickly. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's a results yeah. game, isn't it? It's a results mm-hmm. business. If you're winning games, you're... You know, you're cock of the north. If if you if you're losing games, then then you're criticised, and and that's, that's managers know that. You know, managers know the game, they they know uh, the situation. Uh, but for me, it's 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 a game that I think Hibs will win. Uh, I think they'll go at it in the right fashion, and they'll overturn that result tomorrow night. I, th- I hope they do anyway. I hope I they do. Sure. I don't like to see anybody lose their job. No, we don't want. Not to, say, not to say that he will if they no, lose, of course, but sure. I'm just saying no, no. that he'd be under Absolutely. major pressure if yeah. they go out tomorrow night. Um, they have to win. Yeah. They have to win. They no will. disrespect to who they're playing against, but the Hibs need to be making sure they win that game pretty comfortably uh, tomorrow night. Barry, you and John are going for Hearts to come fourth, mm-hmm. and they've got that strange position with Frank McAvoy and also yeah, Stephen Naismith as I, managers. I watched, I watched an interview yeah. last week, and I was kind of looking. It was a bit. Strange, yeah. mm-hmm. if you ask me. But Who, listen, they've decided to go down that route because obviously Nasey hasn't got his pro license yeah. yet. I know he's he's um, he's already started it, so maybe that will change um, further down the line. Um, but yeah, it's a, a strange setup. Who's going to be making the decisions? Mm-hmm. Is it Nasey? Is it um, McAvoy? McAvoy. Strange, we, isn't we, it? We, we don't know that, but mm. listen, I, I just think Hearts will, will still finish. There'll they, be there'll be expectations on them to finish third, but I just fancy um, with what's happened happening at Hearts, a bit of obviously the management situation. They brought in a few new players. I just fancy them to finish in that fourth spot. That that relationship now between Naismith and McAvoy that has to be watertight. They've got to now form a partnership where they can have not so much fallouts, not so much fallouts in the public, by the way. Uh, they can disagree, but ultimately they, there's, there's two strong characters there that need to come together yeah. and, and come to the, a conclusion where they make the, the proper decisions. There, there will yeah. be, you know, disagreement, yeah. rightly so, sure. because yeah. you expect That's that healthy. from two, powerful, yeah. you know, two strong-willed people. But behind the scenes. But that, that relationship now, for them to go together, uh, it can work, um, and you're, op- you're hoping that there's not going to be animosity certainly because that feeds through to the players um, they're going to have to keep things in house which I'm sure, they're, uh, sure. Th- they'll do their best to do that but uh, th- that's how, how I see that relationship I, working I believe one guy at the club has to make a decision pick the team and then <clears throat> if he picks the the right team, he'll get the plaudits. If he picks the wrong team, obviously he'll yeah. get a bit of criticism. So will it be right, Naismith? You pick it this week. Yeah. You picked the team last week. It's my <laughs> turn this week. That won't I'm last picking long. the team. Yeah. Because if okay. they're a partnership and if they're a joint managers, managers, then how do, who gets the right to pick the team? I've not seen many joint managers work. Doesn't work. Yeah, I just think sure. there's got to be one, one head and then obviously the coaching staff underneath. What's happened at St Johnson, who just two years ago won the double, as we all know? Um, and can they win on Saturday? Will well, they win? Got a, a, yeah. I've got a few, a right few injuries, they Paul. Have. I mean, yeah. I've seen their injury list and as experienced players um, that obviously Stephen McLean yeah. needs. I, I hope Stephen McLean, I know him, he was a young boy at Rangers. Um, coming was he a good lad? Yeah, yeah, brilliant guy, yeah. really good player, but don't they have a, a decent career? I hope he. He does a a good job, but I just think St. Johnson this year it could be a, a struggle if they don't get these experienced players back on the pitch as soon as possible. 
Dundee Motherwell, big game there. I think Andy's covering that, he was telling us. Uh, Dundee, you both think, will probably come bottom of the table. What about Motherwell, John? Because last they've lost uh, Van Veen, who was such a brilliant striker, yeah. uh, but you think they're going to be top six? Yeah, I think uh, Stuart Kettlewell uh, took over. And I think if it wasn't for, for Ange's treble, I think he got a mention huh? in terms of coming, you know, pushing managers close. Uh, for manager of the season because remember Motherwell were I think they were rock bottom or they were very close mm. at some stage and I think his record I think he went on and won three three consecutive games yeah. then again he won again so uh, it, it's going and achieving that similar this season uh, I'm backing Stuart Kettlewell I think he's a really mm. good young manager um, and obviously you know he had time up at Ross County as well didn't he so he's got a bit of experience behind him now uh, Dundee they need to make the most from Dens Park. They need to make that ground a little bit of a fortress, win as many home games as they can. Um, so I'm going to go a home win. Go for the home win I there. think Dundee might do it. I think right, there'll wow. be a big atmosphere mm. there. Um, you know, that, that feel-good factor around the stadium with the Dundee fans. Um, I think they'll beat Motherwell on, on the weekend. That's I'm just wanting the Dundee players to, to not have a problem because like yeah. <laughs> he's fancied them yeah. for relegation well, it was neither they were second bottom or bottom yeah. actually had to make a decision listen in terms of Mother Stuart Kettwell done a brilliant job but now mm. the honeymoon period's over and obviously he's, he's lost so many goals out of the team so it'll be interesting to see but I just I, I think Mother will be will have a decent season and Dundee look, I, I've picked him to finish bottom but I think it's going to be between four teams at the bottom mm. I think that's going to be a, a mini league um, and Tony it's Tony Doc's first job I hope he goes up there and, and, and does well but it's a big ask because obviously they've come up for the, the championship but I do think I know I've picked Dundee but I think it's going to be Dundee Livingston St Johnson and Ross County fighting it out at the, the bottom Looking forward to all the games. We'll come back to him. Barry, Friday night, we'll go through every one of the games. Mark's been on, a big Celtic fan, asking, what about David Turnbull? Scored a goal last night. He's looked good in pre-season. I know it's pre-season. Brendan Rodgers was asked about the former Motherwell player last night. Excellent. Yeah, I thought he was very good. And he's been good in pre-season, Dave. So he has, I have to say, he was uh, he was excellent in Japan. I really like him as a footballer. You know, he's got tools. He's, he's confident on the ball. He can score goals. Um... So he's he's been excellent over preseason. Yeah, his efficiency is 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 very good. Just needs to keep working, needs to keep on the move. It's always important with those players that they don't turn the engine off. We've got to keep working. And uh, and like I said, he's uh, I've, I've been impressed with David. John, what do you hear there from the manager? He needs to keep well, working. Yeah, keep on well, the move. well, that's that's what we said earlier. We we both said he's uh, he, he can score a goal. Um, he, he's a box to box player. Uh, Needs to keep on the move. He can't switch off. He can't stand still. He can't catch him walking. Uh, that's that's very rich from me. Um, <laughs> Different position. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a player. Yeah. You know, mm. Sadly paid three million pound for him uh, several seasons mm. ago from from Motherwell. He scored goals all his career. You know, when there's a free kick, David Turnbull predominantly he's got power, power in his legs. He's got powerful strike, and that's that's an asset when you when you're a goal scoring midfielder. Barry could maraud mm. forward and get a goal. And he he wants to score. He's not just happy going to the edge of the 18-yard box of the opposition. He wants to get in there. He's got a desire to get a goal. And that's what he is for him. He's a goal-scoring midfield player. 
Um, and he will if he plays all the games or majority of the games which he may not because Celtic's midfield is very very strong mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers has, has, has quite a good options in that area of the pitch in particular if he plays a lot of games David Turnbull will come back with a return of goals that, there's no doubt about that Barry Celtic are a different team on the rare occasions when Callum McGregor isn't playing do you think they will strengthen to give him more support? Yeah, I think that's an area where Brendan Rodgers will look to strengthen the centre of the park. We obviously are in Moy retiring. Um, I know they brought a, a Korean central midfielder yeah, in. I think yeah. you just need to give him a bit of time to really settle in for the next six or so months. So I think that is an area where he will look to to, to strengthen because um, if anything does happen to Callum in terms of if he gets an injury or a suspension, he's a massive, massive loss. Mm for Celtic him and Carter Vickers for me I know Kyogo scores some amount of goals but they two are uh, you take either of them out of the Celtic team they're a weaker team for me and John for Rangers then looking at and the way Barry looked at Celtic where do you expect Rangers to strengthen they've just about done their business but we hear Barry saying one or maybe two more players coming in would you think someone else in the defence um uh, defensively, yeah, maybe a, a, a left back, as you say. Mm, you know, yep. you got if if Barisic doesn't play. Um, defensively, Ben Davis, uh, if they might sell him, or they brought in Balogun, I think defensively they look all right. You know, uh, with with Goldson as well, uh, midfield, Lundstrom, uh, Jack, they, they've got good midfield players, Raskin. Um, so may, maybe a, a wide man you know you talk about the, the, the centre forwards Danilo and things like that I think wide men because you, you look at it over the years the likes of how, how many goals did Kent sort of create that type of player somebody who can drop his shoulder and, and play through the, the thread you know the, the thread of a needle um, with, a, with, a, with perfect weight type of thing so maybe maybe a little maverick a little maverick type of player in midfield John Barry that's the two hours up thanks so much Thank you for joining us. And that was quite a moment tonight, the call from Laurie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very very good. You'll be in touch. Thanks so much, everyone. Tomorrow night, Peter Grant will be here and Stephen McGinn. That's tomorrow night at seven, at five. (laughs) The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each quote is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. Crofty and Grado hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best-loved restaurants. Frankie Boyle comes in quite often. Kevin Bridges, uh, he comes in match day. Calvin Harris is given here for breakfast. Crofty samples the vegan options. Uh, do you know what? I'm pretty excited about that. Seaweed? Are you allowed seaweed? I'm allowed seaweed. Uh. <laughs> and Grado samples everything else. See your, your haggis nips and tatties? Uh. I was told this haggis gets made yeah. on yeah, the premises. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Before the ultimate test, the Dougie bag. It's... Different. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 4 at Stravagan is available now. Search for Rate the Plate wherever you get your podcast with Glasgow Taxis. Trusted by the people of Glasgow for over 59 years.